Hi everybody, my name is Milena and I'm a double winner. And hey, I'm glad to share in this meeting and to be in this meeting um, because, I don't know, I was a bit down this day and uh, I was looking forward to the meeting because I know that it helps to be with like-minded people and um, this is also one of the things I appreciate the most in the programs that I found people that I can um, not only rely on but also I can identify myself and that, that was what I was looking for for a long time because I grew up in an alcoholic home. My mother was um, a hard drinker and um, I think from my early childhood on, I experienced that something is wrong. Like, um, yeah, when I when my memory starts, I I know that I felt like very often embarrassed. Um, I felt different like other kids because, and I felt um, very unsafe often and. Um, I, I also, I mean, my mother died this January and one month ago I was in my hometown for two and a half weeks and I was sorting out my mom's stuff and I also found like very emotional stuff, for example, that she wrote um, a note that um, she felt very sorry that she left me alone in my childhood and um, yeah so there were some very traumatic situations like with five year old I would wake up in the night alone in the in the flat and my mom went out drinking or sometimes I woke up because some some people were in the living room and they were drunk and very like loud and I felt like really, yeah, unsafe and um, and it was all very ambivalent always because on the one hand I always knew, or not always, but I knew deep in my heart and, and now um, I'm sure that my mom really loved me um, like she could love me and... Um, yeah, and that like it was not because she wanted to act like that, but she had a disease, and I also have this disease. Um, I started uh, drinking when I was twelve, and um, I drank the first time with my mom. Um, yeah, uh, and I immediately passed out. I was drinking rum, and. Um, I felt like always like an ambivalent uh, feeling towards alcohol because at the one hand I totally felt like relieved wow I can like make all my feelings um, I can numb all my feelings I can pass out I don't have to deal with this world anymore and at the same time I felt like wow this is very scary to not have the control anymore over my life and I also knew 
like from all my childhood, what it makes with my mom and that she would pass out and um, she also had diabetes. So I was in the very traumatic situations that I had to call ambulance or to give her like a shot because or, or orange juice, sugar, because she was passing out. Um, anyway, I, um, yeah, at the age of 12, I started to drink and I also was, um, going out with, with some friends that are also, that were also like starting drinking and, um, and my mom tried to hold me back, but I told her, hey, I'm really pissed with this situation at home. Leave me alone. And I just went. She couldn't do anything about it. And yeah, so from this beginning on, I was drinking regularly. And then with 14, I also did hard drugs. And uh, from like 13 on, I would say I um, smoked weed. And I was also very, very uh, fast addicted to that. And um, yeah, so what, what happened next was that um, we had like um, gotten an apartment next to the apartment where I grew up. And first my cousin was living there, but then she moved out because she became a heroin addict. It was all very crazy and I moved in when I was 14, I think. And um, at the one hand, it's like weird because it was very early that I kind of lived alone uh, next to my mother. But at the same time, uh, I think that it saved me actually from more traumatic um, situations. But I had like my parallel universe there. So I had like my own flat and all the young people were um, coming to my place. We were smoking weed, drinking, taking drugs and everything. And I don't know how, but I managed to uh, graduate high school. It was really like, I had really good luck because I had a teacher from like the main teacher of my class and he was like really um, standing behind my back and he really wanted me to graduate and he also knew like part of my family history so I'm really glad that he was there but yeah basically I was going high to school I was like um, yeah sometimes I was not there I just came for the <laughs> for the um, exams and yeah I managed to do it somehow and um, yeah but I was definitely addicted and um yeah when i when i like after my creation in high school i um i always had great plans you know i wanted to go to africa to do some social projects and i don't know yeah but i ended up in in partying and taking drugs like all the time i was really stuck with um with my addiction and then um yeah, in university it got worse and worse and I um, I basically ended up drinking like almost every day and, um, and I really couldn't stop anymore. Like I would drink until 
uh, four in the morning, like almost every day. And I was waking up and I was wasted and I had this personality changes and I started also having physical reactions. Um, and it really got scary. And then I, I got into some dangerous situations. I got like several injuries because I was passing out and I really lost control over my drinking. And then I tried to get sober alone, um, but it was so hard because I, I was mis miserable. Like I was really a lot in, in self-pity and I was uh, having problems already with friendships. So I was like in a vicious circle actually because I tried to get out i needed support from friends but they were pissed with me so i was like really fuck I, I i didn't have any idea what to do anymore and i just wanted to kill myself um and then i remembered because my dad um years before told me about Elanon uh because i suffered um from my my mom's drinking but I, I never went because I was using myself and I felt like I don't know that's weird or I don't know I, I didn't want to go but then I remembered that these groups exist and then I was checking in the internet and then I found AA and I I thought okay I, there's nothing to lose you know I have injuries all the time I was actually um I always wanted to be a professional dancer and um, I was dancing a lot, but I I always hurt myself. So, yeah, I was really fed up with all this shit. And then I went to AA and gladly I, even though like all these words that I heard there and God and I don't know, um, it was weird in the beginning, but I could stay because I felt like a lot of love in these rooms. And I felt like inspired by people that really managed to be sober since many years. And they seemed like joyful. And um, yeah, so I really, I'm really glad that I um, got there. And I was really ready, you know. Um, I heard that it's um, recommended to work the steps and, and so on and then after three weeks I found my first sponsor and um, I would say that really a lot has changed from working the steps because my perspective has changed but then after a year um, I had to change the sponsor because she was like really in a hardliner program and I don't know, apparently I needed it for the start because I was very rebellious. But then I um, I was at the point where I actually wanted to kill myself again. And I knew that I, I need a program with more love, you know. And I think that, I don't know, maybe for some hard alcoholics that works. But for me as an ACA, I really need like... Um, a loving sponsor and I need like a loving fellowship around me because I'm I'm hard on myself I don't need that in in my surroundings and anyway um, I found another sponsor she was completely the opposite she gave me a lot of love and I'm really glad for her 
Um, and then now I'm with my third sponsor since three years or so, and she's the perfect mix. And I'm really, really glad to, yeah, to have found um, people that um, are also living sober and and um, although like there are really difficult phases, um, yeah, because this year has been tough um, because of my mom's death, and um, uh, and I know that um, yeah, although not every day is like easy and joyful, and I don't know, um, there are some some friends in the program that I can reach out to, and I don't have to be alone unless I I want it, and. Um, yeah, and what what also helps me is uh, to work with with uh, my sponsee. Um, although she's also like, thank you. She's also like um, stuck in her fourth step at the moment, and um, and then I because it happened like to actually all my sponsees that I ever had that they they didn't. They didn't uh, want to do the, the fourth step, so I actually never did a fifth step with a sponsor, what I want to say. But and then I sometimes I ask myself, why is that? And then I think like, you know, because I also um, experienced that I have to be very patient with myself because for the reasons that I shared, I'm, uh, for example, I'm um, professionally not yet there where I wanted where I want to be so I really need I ask every day my higher power for patience and for showing me how I can get rid of all my old ideas um, against myself and how I can be uh, of of service um, and how I can also be loving towards myself and maybe Maybe I have these sponsors because I learned to be patient and be loving um, no matter what, like if they do it or not, or I don't know, I'm there, you know, and um, we also read the, the big book together, for example, and yeah, I also don't want to be like one of those strict sponsors um, because of my experience, it didn't help me in the end, and yeah, um, what else can I say that uh, recently I actually, because I I came also to ACA, but um, I never worked the steps there because I was um, doing an education the last years that was pretty keeping me busy. And I always say, said that when I graduate there and I have like really room for that, uh, I want to do it. And um, I'm now at the point where I really want to start with going to a face-to-face -face ACA meeting every week. And I also want to start doing the steps there. And I'm really uh, curious what it makes with me and what, what, what it changes. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean... What I really can say is, even though, I mean, now it gets like November and it's always like a difficult time for me, um, 
but it's better than it was. That's for sure. But I, I feel that I'm like a bit in a melancholic mood and I know that this will pass. You know, I just have to keep going and I, I try to, um, I mean, yeah, I try to meditate and pray and sometimes I'm like, even though it's hard to, to go through that sober sometimes, but I'm actually also glad that I'm, I'm um, aware of my thoughts and I'm aware that um, this is my head telling me stories um, in order to let me feel miserable and um, yeah and as I as I said for me it's like really really important to have um, trust to my higher power to to really ask for patience and to trust like that that my higher power knows the path for me. And yeah, I'm really, really glad that I found this program. I'm really glad that I did my ninth step um, one year before my mom passed and that we had such a loving time the last months. I'm really sad that um, it went so fast in the end. She had lung cancer and it went fast. And I'm really sad but at the same time I'm really really glad that I experienced that and that I found peace with her and that I really hope that she's um, in paradise now <laughs> that she's like really in a better place because she suffered and she couldn't get it she couldn't get it and it's um, it's really sad but I, I'm can, I, I just can't be grateful that I found the program like uh, five years ago and that I'm on the track and yeah, looking forward to your shares. That's it. All right. Thanks so much, Melina. Uh, feel free to uh, unmute and uh, thank Melina for a share if you wish.